0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to 302 Marketing Redirect. I'm Jen McFarland, joined by Bridget Willard. Hola. You have to talk. You don't just get to wave. (laughs) (laughs) Like That's it, you know. Okay, clearly Um, I
1: haven't had enough caffeine. I'm trying. (laughs) I'm really trying today. (laughs) I put on makeup. I blue dry my hair. I took a shower. I shaved. (laughs) Like, I'm really trying to be a human. (laughs) and welcome to the
0: second episode and welcome to the second episode overused copy i.e. badass roi (laughs) (laughs) potentially leveraged things like that um and then also if you've noticed i'm really red no we didn't have a heat wave in portland Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) i just had an incident (laughs) outside on the street Where I may or may not have yelled at some lady, I don't know. she she just wanted portland
1: to be more like new york city huh jen
0: apparently yeah (laughs) and um i'm just not i'm just not that into portland anymore if you want
1: to know the truth (laughs) maybe portland's just not into that it's a
0: long drawn-out breakup (laughs) where i'm really trying to convince my husband that it's time to go portland left you on red (laughs) Uh, well like my my girlfriend was jogging around the neighborhood this is not a joke and the police said pulled her aside and said hey you know um there's a guy in a light green Subaru right now who's driving through the neighborhood trying to abduct joggers with a gun. Okay. So um, so I was like, so you went right home, right? She's like, no, I just looked for a green Subaru. <laughs> oh my and God. Then, <laughs> and then and she Nothing the, will interrupt
1: my working nothing, And
0: I was like, really? I just stayed home. I didn't even jog, <laughs> you know? And then like, um, so then she called the news outlets and they reported it, but they weren't going to report it you know unless she said something and um, so it's just stuff like that it just gets old Yeah, you know the guy had a gun he had like the police found somebody who was like curled up in the bushes all nervous and stuff after it had happened and you know stuff like that and then I had to yell at the dumb lady today who wanted me to back my car into an intersection because the streets here are narrow and people park on the sides of the street so you're kind of playing chicken with people I had just passed through an intersection behind another car, and this lady just decided she needed to, like, come through. Well, she was the one who had, like, street behind her,
1: <laughs> okay. and
0: usually that person is the one to back up and let the other person through. Just kind of how it works. So she pushed and pushed and pushed, and she had room, you know, I, like, pulled over, you know, and she's, like, yelling at me, and I'm like, what? You know, and John's like, she wants you to back up. I'm like, in the intersection? <laughs> I'm like, no! No! and John's like no she's yelling why don't you do it I'm like I'm not doing it (laughs) so I ended up doing it because my husband was in the car and then I may have yelled at the lady on the way by okay yeah she had a chihuahua though like I have no regrets or regerts no regerts
1: you know when you only read you don't know how (laughs) things are uh, pronunciated and I like to say it that way on purpose
0: no regerts
1: (laughs) 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 pronunciated
0: I said that to my husband once I said no regrets, And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, people get the tattoo on their arm wrong all the time. And so this is like COVID time, right? So we spent like two hours looking at no regrets tattoos. On, <laughs> on Google. So if you ever googled no regrets, like, <laughs> like, there's all kinds of tattoos out there. It's kind of funny stuff. So oh, oh, we were going to talk about words today. Yes. words. So um, speaking of regrets, which is not spelled that way. It's actually spelled regrets. Ta-da. Yes. um so oh um overused marketing copy go what uh, are words well, that people ask you to use or that they think so like in the graphic for today's show i put in badass because i feel like people are always like hey i'm a rock star coach Urgh, i'm a badass like you know i'm gonna help you be a badass and yeah, i feel like it's really you? overused
1: but are you a badass like I, to me i mean i i, I am it is over Okay. It is overused. And I know that we do that in our female hustler culture, but, uh, okay. So, um, (laughs) God, I have so many, the one that bugs me the most is ROI. And that's not really in marketing copy. It does. It does appear in marketing copy, yeah. but it's an accounting term that has nothing to do with marketing, which is an expense and not an (laughs) asset. So (laughs) because it's return on investment. Yeah, investments are assets. So if you buy something that increases in value, that's an asset class in your accounting. There's no right. return on a marketing, on a business expense uh, that way. So I really, really hate it. And that's my accounting background. And also, I hate it because all you're doing is buying eyeballs. So it just drives me banana pants.
0: Um, How many eyeballs do you have over there? I I just imagine you like have an eyeball chest over there. Igor, oh, you know, I mean, let's try this eyeball. I get it, but I think that if you, I, I, you know, I I do not have an accounting background. Shocking, I know. (laughs) Um, But they didn't want accountants in the Peace Corps. (laughs) Hey, now, imagine that. I think they have them, but I don't know. Not me. They're in the front Um, office. my dad was an accountant my business partner's an accountant you know like i'm around numbers people all the time it's not i don't number um but like people want to like they're investing in their marketing yeah so they want to see a return on that and it's not always eyeballs it's that it leads to a conversion although the conversion part is actually sales which is separate from marketing which is one of my pet peeves frankly because people conflate marketing and sales all the time and they're different yeah, like you know, you market to get attention, and
1: right? Then and then usually, once you have it, somebody
0: else is closing the deal. It's, like, not, That's, my it's not my problem uh, anymore. So, what, so, uh, transparent,
1: <laughs> transparent is another marketing word, uh, mm. that used to mean something like okay, so Buffer is transparent. You could go on their website and find out how much uh, happiness engineers make, and the CEO Joel Gustavo. Gastone, Gastone makes, that's transparent. Right. But you know, a lot of companies aren't transparent. And uh, you know that when you have to sign an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, <laughs> which is a non disclosure agreement. So, like, we're really transparent and we want to be, uh, here's another one I love. Oh, uh, we want to be um, authentic.
0: Hey, Shelly, thanks for watching. Shelly, our first live viewer
1: ever. First live viewer
0: ever. <laughs> chow, chow, sound effects, uh, post production things. Overused right now, content, concept empowerment. I agree with this. In fact, when I met, when I got my whole rebranding, and I met with the writer, and and they're like, "What's what are some of the words that you can't use?" And the only word that I said you cannot use is empowerment. And <laughs> the reason, the reason why is empowerment. No, I cannot empower you. Empowerment comes from within. I mean, that's like the whole definition of empowerment. I can inspire you. I can help you. I can motivate you. I cannot empower you to do something. Yeah, you can encourage. You can equip. I can encourage. Shelly agrees. <laughs> I yeah,
1: totally that's, agree. That's yeah, definitely, I, mean, I don't have a whole lot of people asking me to put specific words in my copy. I think they know better
0: than well, to tell me yeah. what to do. But... Uh, <laughs> This was more like, what are things that you see like out oh, in the yeah. wild? You know, I mean, rock I star, that, rock star. <laughs> that is so stupid. Or <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you,
1: you want, you want to know, do you, re- <laughs> you want to know? Do yes. Really that's why really we're having know? a show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I cannot stand these stupid ass job titles and changing up of names. Okay. You're the, uh, you're a demand, you're head of demand generation. Fuck off. You're a marketer. (laughs) Oh no. Because it was growth marketing (laughs) and that, and that, or growth
0: hacker hacker. Oh, you don't like growth hacking?
1: No, because there's no, (laughs) okay. There's only work. And I hate that. Like (laughs) I'm a growth hacker. I'm a, I'm in charge of demand. Somebody sent me a job, uh, First of all, people keep sending me jobs, which really, which, uh, which is, um, I think well-intentioned, but also insulting. Cause to me, if you send a business owner, I'm literally the CEO of my LLC, like I, right. my business taxes are sitting over there. I didn't have time to go scan them in for mail them away. Like if you send me a job listing to me, that right. says you need to give up on your dream, Bridget. I know that you paid $500 well, yeah. to be CEO but maybe you would like this job instead. No, I'm trying the job this job.
0: This is this is what I'm the I do. The CEO job. Yeah, I wonder how many people are sending uh other like their male counterparts in business job listings. I just I I really do think some of that stuff is pretty gendered. People make assumptions and they they think they're being helpful and well-intentioned. Okay, okay. So I'm in these uh Facebook groups, like women in marketing and stuff, the job thing kind of got me on it. And there was a job listing. And one of the bullet points was, because they're trying to make it sound like so awesome. And it's like, you'll respond to customer requests at all hours, because you want to make everything great for them so that they can give you that feedback. And you feel like you're really making everything better. And I'm like, so no, you just want dog? me to work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: like, what the heck? I feel like the, the uh, labor
0: board would have a trouble with that. <laughs> um, Let's see. Shelly says, I forward job offers to my son and his girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, like, we all do it. It's not, you know, it's well, not a bad this. thing. But...
1: And sometimes uh, people will send it to me with the caveat of maybe you can uh, convince them to be your client like <laughs> now i have tried that before
0: and then i'm like you know what no no you but, either but, want my help it's or you a, don't it's a different role right like if you're in marketing and you want to hire somebody internally you have like different expectations i think than when you want to hire oh, a 100%. consultant to come in you know and 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 like I, I i appreciate the sentiment but again like it's it's a different role than like bringing in a consultant as the expert to execute like on a very narrow focus. Like that's typically what, when you're hiring a consultant, that's what you want. A job. I mean, you could be doing just about anything. Well, and they, it's the expectation, right? right? Like, you're I mean, they are selling your they, time.
1: Yeah. Uh, to do whatever piddly dunk work uh, that's going on. <laughs> piddly dunk. Well, there's always piddly <laughs> dunk work. And the, like, cause the only reason why they want employees is to control you.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. And how long you do have the, you had, how long have you had your own business? Maybe I'm just not there yet. <laughs> well I'm well, I don't have employees yet, but I have vendors I
1: and if they don't hit their deadlines and they're not gonna be vendors anymore. Like I don't care how long it takes you. You know, I'm this just thing. saying,
0: like when you say like, you know, they just wanna your employee like the companies just wanna own their employees. And I'm just saying I don't think I'm there yet. Oh okay. I'm not that cynical yet, I guess.
1: Okay, that's Well, I've seen so I've seen these conversations on LinkedIn <laughs> where they're like, "What do you think if your employees are, you know, doing work on the side?" And I like, and I literally oh, replied, right. "You don't own these people. They're or not they're indentured time? servants. their time or their
0: hobbies or You have
1: only yeah. purchased 40 hours a week. What they do for the other <laughs> hours that exist is none of your business unless they signed a non-compete. But I'm saying that we had had some rules around
0: moonlighting and stuff, but it was like, it was very much around like, did you do, are you doing the same thing? And it was like really, you know, I mean, but yeah, no, I mean, they don't own all of your time, but they think they they do.
1: Right. And that's the problem. (laughs) So like they just want somebody for $25 an hour to get their stuff done. 25. Bless your heart. They, they do. I'm serious. I'm, I'm
0: saying it's more like 15. Oh, like for marketing specialists and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: I maybe it's 25 in California. It's probably 15 to 20 here in San Antonio, Texas. And they wonder why we are the poorest of the top 10 cities in America.
0: Well, they, yeah, they're not paying people enough. You know, I, uh, it, (laughs) it was so funny. We were. I get so ever since Betty White died, I get all these like. Betty White clips showing, shown to me in Facebook. And one of them was for this show I had never heard of called Hot in Cleveland. So when you mentioned L.A., <laughs> like it's for Hot in Cleveland. Have you ever seen that show? I no, but I heard it. about it. I've never even heard of it and stuff. And so the whole premise of this show, and I had Betty, it was on for six years. I didn't even know it existed. And then the whole premise is these three friends. One of them is Valerie Bertinelli. One oh. was the lady from Fraser, and the other one is Wendy Malick, who's been in all kinds of shows. Anyway, they're all on a plane to Paris from L.A., and the plane, like, they has some sort of engine trouble or something, and is going to make an emergency landing. And so they end up in Cleveland, and so they they go to a bar in Cleveland, and everybody's like, "You guys are hot," <laughs> <laughs> and like the bar's really cheap, you know, everything's in there, like. Dude, we're hot again. Guys like us. Everything's um, cheap here, that's so they exactly end up like, in living in Cleveland. Like, <laughs> like, they ended up staying. Like the whole premise is like they're hot again, in their like you know fifties or whatever. Um, you know, and then Betty White's like the caretaker of this house and stuff. And then hijinks happen. And that, stuff. that is anyway. a huge reason why I chose to move here, <laughs> San Antonio, because you were in like like I was SoCal, in right? um, Plastic or
1: Land, Orange, Orange, Orange County. County, yeah. So yeah. I, I used to say it's really hard for a solid seven in the land of Barbies. They come <laughs> here and I'm all overweight and I am. I look good. You look in, good. In San Antonio, you see all these muscly, skinny, thin men with curvaceous girls. They don't like yeah. any thin girls. In so fact, I get on Tinder. I start seeing a bunch of people and then I got to stop the floodgates and delete my account again. <laughs> because Once I get a bunch of people talking, then, you know, then it's just like, whoa. Whoa. Whoa, there, Nellie. Because <laughs> the uh, the other reason why I picked it here is there are 500,000 single men. That's a lot of single men for a town for you. of 1.7 million. So,
0: so wait a minute. So you just picked up your whole like marketing company and everything to move someplace because it would be a good place to meet dudes? That like, was you don't one have... of the reasons. Or do you have friends there?
1: Uh, my best friend lives uh, two and a half hours south of me. Okay. And um, I know some people in San Antonio and okay. um, stuff like that, but I don't have any friends like within 10 minutes of me yet. Okay. Like it's a city, you know, like right. people go, yeah. oh man, you go to the dentist way over there.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I thought well, you were going to stop walk. it. You go to the dentist. And I was going to be like, okay, I'm a little scared now if it's like a, an event to go to the dentist. No, but my okay. regular
1: dentist, I walk to, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. No, but those were factors. Like when you're choosing cities, because I thought about Atlanta, I thought about Nashville, and I thought about Mount Clear, Vermont. Mount Clear, Vermont is the smallest Capital city in all of the. I United was going to say it. I
0: thought that was like a capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should we get back to overuse copy? We kind yes of went far afield.
1: Well, you know.
0: I mean, but you know it's a podcast (laughs) it's saturday night (laughs) it's a podcast that's what we're so about (laughs) this is what you get (laughs) like marketing like the women conquer business show thursdays i'm like still there i'm like there i'm like there today i've been at like a picnic and well it wasn't a picnic it's still pouring down rain here (laughs) 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 to recap if you weren't here when we first came on it's atmospheric river look that up it's literally a river coming from the sky and that's what it's felt like
1: here. (laughs) wow wow (laughs)
0: so yeah this overused is, yeah, words this is we, not sunburn so anyway we hit uh, badass rock star we have badass rock star roi empowerment yes. uh okay so um i used leverage is that i used that as a headline for a blog i had a guest blog and that was uh-huh. really what it was about but
1: leverage is a I bad felt... thing
0: i just it's <laughs> feel like it's overused It's like overused. I think people
1: don't understand what it means. (laughs) 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 I think our biggest problem with overused words uh, is uh, using non-native English speakers and AI tools to write articles and then having some kind of dictionary of terms that people use locally thrown in to spice it up and make it sound readable.
0: Well, actually, what I think it is, I, well, no, never mind. That's, I was going to go to Nerd Town. Do you want to go to Nerd Town with me? Won't you I was gonna take to say, me to
1: Nerd, Nerd Town? Town! <laughs> um,
0: so, what did we, <laughs> did you just snort? <laughs> so, um, there are, when you go to write like blog posts and stuff, so you're just going to have to let me know if this is like way too nerdy. I think that we've gone to Nerd Town. But, you can look up power words. Yeah. And some of these words we're talking about, they're on every power word or like, because it's what, like power words, emotional words, yeah. like all these things that you can put. And that's, I think, what part of why you see them over and over again. Right. Like, but you like, know... mix
1: it up. Get a thesaurus. I have a book <laughs> that Tess Whitler suggested called Words That Sell. And it has phrases and all kinds of stuff. Wait, where but did wait. this come from? It's, it uh, came from Amazon. But it's called Words it? That Sell. Yeah. It's a book. Oh. Tess Whitler um, recommended it to me. And I love oh, cool. it. I have it. I read Tess Whitler. She's one of my friends. Uh she just moved to the Pacific Northwest somewhere in Washington. But oh, cool. she's one of my friends on the internet. Like if I could gather like about ten percent of my Twitter followers within <laughs> twenty five miles, I would be a very happy person that didn't need therapy probably. As it is, I have to get dressed and leave my apartment. You just, you just need cannot- different therapy.
0: Trust me. <laughs> my friends need different therapy after an hour with me. <laughs> but okay, And that's, so that's why, why this called- <laughs> podcast is only 40 minutes. So oh, did we just decide that? <laughs> Wait, you're cutting me off in like 20 minutes? Okay, so Words that sell. I'm trying to bring us it's back. It's a great
1: book. It's a really great book.
0: It's really so, helpful. Does it have different words than what you find in all of the other spots? Now
1: I wish I wasn't on the table in the other room. It's on the table.
0: That's okay. Because yeah. I like yeah. to have
1: it on my dining room table when I'm sitting there like just eating or something. I'll just look at it. I'll just look through it. Because yeah. you get in a rut. You do. You get in a rut as a writer. You do. That's well, breaking, breaking news, comedy shows. like this
0: is the wrong podcast for breaking news, but I turned on the new Epiphany <laughs> Courses, the new Epiphany Courses website yesterday because I was on a, I know, I had a podcast interview yesterday and I had told the guy, I'm like, no, he's because he, he, he sent me like an outline and I'm like, no, you're getting Epiphany Courses wrong, but I have to turn the website on because you're basing it on what you see and, and I'll turn it on, you know? So I just, I reached the point where the list was just enough that I was like, okay, now we're just like getting to the things that don't matter as much. Like it's still way better than the other one, you know? So I turned it on and now I'm like scurrying to try and like catch up on my little list. But what I've noticed is as I'm going through on that and I'm trying to write all of the, bu- the buttons and the bullets and everything that I'm running out of words. And then I go to the thesaurus and I look up like, what's another word for learn or, you know, things like that. And it's very unsatisfying. Like, because there's not a lot of ways to say some of the words I want to say. And I wonder if that's what happens to other people. Like, they just get in those ruts because they're looking it up and there's just nothing out there that says exactly what they want to say.
1: Well, in tech, we say level
0: up a lot as a gamer reference. Like, level up. I don't like that. Yeah. That's another overused. I don't like that one. Level up, up level. Um, gosh, what's another way of saying that? And it's funny, people make fun of me because I say some things that are very corporate-y and it's because I was very corporate. I mean, I I worked in a lot of really big environments and people say things like leverage, you know, all of that kind of stuff, synergy and all that stuff, you know. Just (laughs) Tell us how you really feel (laughs) so you don't like synergy. Oh, okay.
1: No, I hate it. Like, why don't you just say this is a good... (laughs) A (laughs) mashup (laughs) like that's more human like i really like the synergy of or how about solutions i actually think solutions is overused in marketing copy especially in bios or in the in the uh, um above the fold copy right we present dynamic solutions to our clients but
0: see here's the thing what does that mean right because you're not thinking about the audience the audience doesn't care that you provide solutions. They want to see results. Yeah, but that could be but a they construction don't even want to company. See the word. They don't even want to see the word results. They want to see an example of right. what their life could be like. And that's the problem with a lot of these words is they're very generic.
1: They're hey. really about
0: yourself and not about the customer. <laughs> they, are, they are. That's why they don't work.
1: And that's so hard. It's so
0: hard to not write
1: about yourself for your own business and that is why that's part of why clients get in their own way because their identities are so tied to it like i i my original like one of my taglines in the evolution of my business was your voice your power your brand yeah and then my friend uh from fat dog creatives Rhonda, was like uh but all this copy is about you oh so, right. And I was like, yeah. you're right. And, and so a lot of times we want to make our website, our resume. Well, that's right. what LinkedIn's for. <laughs> you don't need
0: to do that. <laughs> oh, I've been using LinkedIn wrong. Okay. Good talk. Um,
1: <laughs> but I mean, all your qualifications are on LinkedIn.
0: But they are. You're right. Yeah. You know, and I say, I try to save that for the about page too. Although that I'll be honest, that's pretty snappy now too. It's not, it's not all, boring stuff anymore but i do put a little in there because there are people like me who care about credentials still <laughs> like, yeah there's exactly. fewer and fewer people like that but like i do include it so um i think that that's really interesting the other thing that people do to get in their own way that i see a lot is they spend a lot of time talking about process like oh, you know what i mean like yes. and i did it i'm not I'm, I'm i am not i'm just saying like this was part of my own journey was to get out of that thing because you learn. And that's what I mean about like solutions. You're not telling people what you're solving. Like you're not giving them an example, you know? Um, And it's really hard, but like people, people don't want to hear about the process. (laughs) They really don't. They want, they want to, they want to know what their life is going to be like, like, however it is that you're going to put that, you know, like, how are you going to, what's the Delta here? However you want to say that, what's the the change?
1: I love Sorry. that. Sorry, what's the no, delta?
0: No, I'd know. probably be right back
1: to chemistry. I love it. I love it. So, but the thing is, so you have a process and sometimes they want to know, like when I'm doing a sales call and they're like, great, let's do it. What are the next steps? Right. I go, the next steps are blah, 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 blah. And they're like, yeah, okay, fine. but that's fine.
0: during a sales call.
1: Right. But they don't give a crap about how I do my actual job. No. uh Uh-uh. <laughs>
0: And, and so when you say part process, of that's because, admittedly, everybody can do your job. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh,
1: did you know that everybody <laughs> in a company is a marketer? Yes. Did you know that? Truly. Uh-huh. That's why so many tech uh, companies are so <laughs> badly marketed. Oh, because yeah. Because they truly believe yeah. And I, I'm going to say something. Uh-oh. It's revenge of the nerds. Because in a normal world, the marketing people... <laughs> Tell the computer people what to do, but in tech, the computer people tell the marketing people what to do.
0: It's bizarre, world, man.
1: Well, I mean, they're just really good at what they're doing. They're engineers. They're super good at what they do, but that but doesn't that's... mean they know how to talk about it.
0: Right. Well, they know how to talk about it to other nerds. Well, okay, they don't but know how to talk about it to customers. To it. And it's a, it's a common startup problem. Like oh, startups know how to talk problem. to investors. They know how to talk to each other about what it is that they're doing. Um, but they don't know how to interface with the people who are going to pay them money. Right. Like and, they don't know how to market in that way. And, and it's a lot different. of
1: times they don't even know how to talk about their product to other people because they're too close to it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is like the same problem I had with uh, talking about myself too much on my thing. Like, why should you hire me? Like, it's too much about me. But because that's why our identities as business owners right? are so tied into our companies. That is a yeah. big problem with getting in
0: our own way. Well, and I agree with that. I think that's why a lot of people, you need another voice. If you are a solopreneur or a small business owner um, and you're not getting results, especially, like, you need another voice in there who's going to be like, hey, <laughs> you might be getting in your own way in this way. Like, and it's because you're so close to it. You love it. Your business is your baby. Like, yeah. it's like the thing that you're doing, you're working in it all the time. You're doing stuff like, and things and everything, you know, it's like with epiphany, I haven't really told everybody I turned it on. I mean, it's you, me and Shelly right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> you know, like nobody knows. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Um, and and it's because, like, I know there's stuff. Like, I know that it's not right. I just know that it's, like, a 180-degree improvement. Like, you know, it's, like, like, so much better. But it's not, like, there, but you know. So
1: that goes back to done is better than perfect. And exactly. the internet. It's yeah. not even print. But I used to work at a publisher when I was a teenager. And every time they would get, you know, they'd print a textbooks. It was college textbooks. And they would get corrections, the red lines or whatever. They just kept them for the next edition. They kept right. them in a big stack. It doesn't matter, but like we're, we're so afraid of what people will say. And we yeah, think tens I mean, of people yeah. will be tens of people. <laughs> they're not, nobody cares.
0: It's true. I,
1: Unless they're I mean, me really stalking you to be a hater, like the Phil, like the Philistines. Uh, I mean, like the um, Pharisees were with Jesus. Oh, it's the Sabbath. I bet he's no, gonna kill someone.
0: It's like my hater. It's... Like, how is it? Like Thursday's show of Women Conquer Business was amazing. It was like off off the hook. Like, and we had all these comments, and everybody loved it. Like, and Shelly and I were both on it. You know, Shelly's so knowledgeable. Like, she was just doing it. You know, yeah, hater my hater on youtube hey dude you're still there
1: yeah thanks it's...
0: man like it's <clears throat> like i can always guarantee it you know and and i just laugh at it i just laugh at
1: elbow cough. <laughs> oh, oh.
0: <laughs> you know but it's still like come on man like you got nothing else to do just yeah. just some hating um you know <laughs> But you have to keep going, and I guess that that's the thing, though. Like, so, like, I told John this morning, my husband. I was like, I just had to turn it on because, like, it gets to where you're not even motivated to work on something anymore if you're not if you if people can't see it, dude. Yes. Do you know it's what I mean? So
1: stressful. I feel like that's so hard with launch with words, like this care pack that was supposed to be done in April. <laughs> What day is it? June 11th. I it. Okay, I still have six more to write. It, it, I can knock them out. <laughs> but like right now I'm running about chickens. Okay, so wait, what? Yes. <laughs> One of my chickens? new clients is a rare breed uh, hatchery in uh, Door County, Wisconsin. That's awesome. Yes. How
0: did you? How did that happen? It's
1: just who so you know, baby. It's just who so so you know,
0: the Twitter machine.
1: Oh, it's a former uh, colleague. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. So, but that's, but that's the thing is like, but getting in your way. And I hate to say this, but with a lot of my consulting clients, they tend to take a lot of courses as oh. a
0: way. <laughs> as Not a way- to bust you, uh, Jen, but they take a lot of courses. I mean, this is good for your business.
1: <laughs> they tend to take a lot of courses to uh procrastinate from actually doing yeah. something productive well,
0: that's why i add a community because i want to talk to them into like their needs to, to move accountability them. Yes. yeah because at first it wasn't like that i mean that's the thing it's like totally changed we were used to want to do like you know independent um you know we wanted to do like independent courses, it wasn't going to be any live time with me, it wasn't going to, you know, all this stuff, and we've changed that, like, it's a community, there's going to be live events, and, like, which means kind of, like, coaching with people, yeah. you know, but a lot of it is, like, people need that accountability to, like, move, oh, I realized, you know, so, like, but that's how why we changed it to a membership and everything, yeah, so.
1: The other ooh. thing that they'll do is they'll um, nerd out over specific tools.
0: So oh yeah. My philosophy
1: is, the one you use is the one that works. Yep. Trello, ClickUp, Asana, um, Notion, Airtable. It doesn't. Doesn't matter. Monday. It it's doesn't. The one that you use. Excel.
0: It does. I use Excel honestly. It's I the use best one. Google Sheets. Well, you know, to me, Google Sheets, Excel. It's yeah, because yeah. it's already included. But I have, I have a paper anything. calendar.
1: I have literally a paper calendar for client deliverables and then I have another calendar for my own stuff that's because I want (laughs) to see it I don't want to always open this machine up and have it telling me what to do
0: right I'm putting I left Shelly's comment up here about referrals because that's what that's one of the things about epiphany courses too is when you have time with people you can be like well you really need to talk to Yes. this person or that person like and that's the thing like I have no scarcity about saying I'm not your gal yeah. <laughs> you know like and I send I send people to other people like that's a big part of just who I am like and I don't I don't need all of the work and like there's things that I don't really enjoy so like one of the great things about at least bringing people in if they're stuck is to say oh okay this is what's going on And you help people and then you help them into the next place. Like that's that's really what we're all here for. We're all stops on somebody's journey. You know, Um, I don't look at anything as like being a forever thing. So, um, so, yeah, I wish I could do that.
1: (laughs) I think that's amazing because I'm like, I want everything to be permanent all the time. So I'm supposed to enjoy the now. <laughs> that's one of my assignments. I'm like, well, why would I do this if it's not going to be something in the future? Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. No, this could be the last time I ever talk to you, and it's okay because I'm enjoying the now. Are you in the now? Um, I'm trying, but I'm like, hard. But I'm like, I can't wait till next week. <laughs> I'm like, that's where my brain is. Well, but that's okay. I love these conversations. They're so good. And so like, how, how, like, how are we, what's it like, I know, like we're trying to be funny and everything like that, but honestly,
0: are we trying? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Maybe we're not trying. I don't know.
1: (laughs) We haven't totally nailed down the tonality yet, but like, what could we do to encourage people? Like, if there's, you know, a couple of teachers in this podcast, what's like some lessons of. (laughs) Like okay, so instead of using epic, like how do we how do we get these over? How do we know something's too saturated, too overused? Like, what are some tools to find that? You know, that different voice.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I have just a I have a barometer and then what I was gonna what I'm starting to say is I'm in a lot of different groups right and one of them is this women in marketing I've thought about adding you to it I was gonna ask you if you wanted to do it because sure. people are just talking about all the problems that they're seeing um, it's just a Facebook group and and um, it, it really is a good barometer I think for a lot of things where you just kind of see like, the patterns. Um, some of it, of course, is like tactical questions and stuff like that. But it's a lot of kind of just seeing what's going on in marketing and what people are like, uh, tired of, you know, there seem to be all these questions that pop up and everybody's like, Oh, that's overused or whatever, you know, and, and it, so it kind of like draws it bubbles things up, you know, and then you kind of see it, you know, and, and then it's like when you, um, you know, when you buy a new car, and then suddenly you see them everywhere. Yes. And that,
1: um, but that, see, that could be our own problem. I remember when I used to lead worship in church, uh, uh, all the musicians, we were sick of songs. The people weren't sick of songs. They only heard them like once a week. (laughs) We've been rehearsing this stuff, you know? And so there's that balance of like, maybe this is overused in one industry, but it's not overused with chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the chickens. I mean, it's a different world, right? So I mean, who is talking about uh, you know epic, uh, the epic ROI of uh, chickens? Chicken coops. Well, I'm to tell you right now, the spits, the Spitzhaven, uh Once they're mature in six months, you get 170 eggs a year. That's enough to bake 56 chocolate cakes. That's some ROI for you, right? That's there. Some
0: ROI for you. <laughs> <laughs> is it the home? not according to you? Well. The chicken is an investment.
1: It's not a marketing expense. It's an asset. Assets
0: depreciate. Over oh, reviewing now. Okay, good. <laughs> I was an English major and an art minor. I don't really care about assets and ledgers no. and numbers and calculators. No, I was just trying you know. to. I was just trying to use I, all of our overused words <laughs> in a sentence. Here's what I think. There was a book by Jen Sincero called "You Are a Badass." And every business owner read that book. And then everybody wanted to say everything was a badass. And I have this blog post that's like sitting that I need to edit still about marketing myopia, which means like you just see it and then you copy everybody else. Yeah. And I, for people who don't like know the word myopia, which... Is kind of a $10 word, I think, you know, um, but you get like myopic, which is like, you kind of are in this, it's what you're talking about. Like, how do we know if a word is overused or not? Right. Like we're sitting in our industry, you know? Um, and then there's like all these like business coaches and service providers and consultants, and they're sitting in their own industry, um, and they're tired of certain words or they don't like to describe things in a certain way. And it, what it means then is everybody is a carbon copy of everybody else. So you go to one consult, like one IT consulting website, and it looks like all of the hundreds of other ones. And then people say, Why can't I stand out? And it's because you look like and you sound like everybody else. And it's not, and it's the words, but it's also like that you're not talking to. The client,
1: I think, dude. Not only that, but as a copywriter, like your original question, what have you been told to? Which words have you been told to use? I have, however, been told to emulate the copy found on our competitors' web pages. I'm like, I don't give a crap uh, about whatever their (laughs) website says. First of all, we don't know what their goals are with that page we don't have the data we don't know if it's successful we don't know if their audience is the same as ours we shouldn't be and that's part of why so many web pages are just copies and copies of copies because everybody is assuming that the their competitor or who they want to be that's the way they should also do it
0: or that they're more successful Or, you know, there's so many assumptions about success and viability and whether it's working or not. And a lot of times we just need to, I mean, we don't know what's funding it It could be just somebody's like lost leader. Exactly. That's the thing. And I, I will tell you that I, things have turned around since I finally just said, I don't care what anybody else is doing. Doesn't matter to me anymore. Yep. You know, and that's why I like the tweet today where I'm like, finally off of WordPress, finally off of uh, active campaign, you know, I just realized, like, I didn't like it. Like, and I needed to be on things that made sense to me, like, right. and and I know that it's very counter to what all of my colleagues are saying and doing, and I get it. And it's not even about what I would recommend for other people. It's, I don't have to, they don't have to do what I'm doing. Like, right. that's fine. It's about like carving out your own way and finding your way of doing it. And I think that that's the thing about like getting in your own way sometimes is like, you don't realize how different you are than other people. And you just want to do what everybody else is doing instead of saying, well, wait, like, <laughs> is this even going to work for me? Like, you yeah. Know.
1: Because I'm in a lot of WordPress focused Facebook groups and they're like, well, which yeah. thing do you use? And which thing do you use? Well, I don't know if I should use this and I don't know if I should use. And that's why I mean. This focus on the tool, just, just yeah. like, sometimes it's like engagement
0: bait, but it I think is. sometimes
1: people are really asking, they really don't yeah, know. Like
0: what, yeah. What works, you know? And the thing is like, it again, you know, it, I didn't, leave active campaign because i think it's a bad product i left active campaign because it was a bad product for me and what i'm doing right now like and and that's really when you leave and when you find your own thing is that something that like other people recommended to me no <laughs> you know it just was it was a big expense and i wasn't using it fully and their builder is outdated at this point and it's hard to create everything you know and they keep saying they're gonna update it and they didn't and I was like you know why am I paying $50 a month for a tool when I'm not using CRM yeah you know when my goals have totally changed when I can go over here and it's like $11 a month yeah and it'll build out what I need and I can still grow into it I can still do all the you know yeah it's not like I've like found something that's so unique I can't I can't grow Right, And and so that's the thing, like you have to find what works for you and then you do that and you use those tools and you don't worry about what other people are doing.
1: Yeah, that's the hard part. That is really the hard part.
0: The not worrying about what other yes. people are doing. Yeah,
1: because yeah, one of my friends was like, how do you get confidence? And people are like, just don't care what other people think. I'm like, that would have saved me a lot of money in therapy and a lot of heartache. We're social animals. Right. We subconsciously want to be accepted. That's why you like see a yeah. bunch of people. They all start dressing alike. Yeah. When they're a group of friends, they just start dressing alike, and uh, it just happens so that we don't even notice that we're not always aware that that's what we're doing. We're just right. We're just trying to be accepted.
0: Yeah, and but. There's drawbacks to that.
1: Oh, a lot of drawbacks. You're not gonna stand
0: out if you're just a
1: penguin among penguins. I honestly have no idea how they know which kid is theirs. Nobody's asking for DNA tests at all. The penguins. Yeah.
0: No, I know, and the chickens. Let's. Yeah. They look like too (laughs) chickens. They look a lot alike. (laughs) What?
1: <laughs> one, <No. laughs> one rooster to every
0: 10. That's a lot of baby mamas. That's a lot of baby mamas. I don't, I don't even know. You seem to know an awful lot about chickens, right?
1: Well, now. just about the Appenheller Spitzhaven. Spitzhaven? Spitzhaven. Spitzhaben. Spitzhaben. Haven Spitz. It means uh, bonnet like they You know, you
0: said it like 16 different ways like in the last 5 minutes. Like, I'm like
1: It's a real, it's a Swiss chicken. It's a rare breed. (laughs) They have like this little moa. I don't know,
0: man. I'm beginning to think that you're a rare bird too. (laughs) Dude, I am a rare bird. And now
1: I'm just like in, like, I'm just me, you know. And that's been the thing with even how my business has evolved. I'm like, if I'm not doing your, like, I'm not your, I'm not a content creator the way a lot of people say they are. I'm a writer. And I will defer to your website to make tweets. But I, if you, I'm not making reels and I'm not making videos and I'm not writing content that comes from my butt. Like, it's not happening. I'm either writing for your website and handling your Twitter account or I'm just not, all these other things are not happening. Like I was just on this podcast uh, on Friday, yesterday, I guess. I guess it was yesterday. <laughs> And, and I've, and I've realized this because of the, some of the leads I've been getting. I'm like, I am very website focused with my marketing style because to me, I know that works. Right. So you can hire me to do your Twitter account. And if I'm hired to do your Twitter account, then you can add on writing LinkedIn and Facebook. And if I really love you, I'll let you do Instagram, but I hate it. Okay. Okay. So like, I'm not going to just write one-offs for people because the Twitter is how I get in my mind into your brand, right? Right. So I'm not, I just don't want to write rando articles. I lose money that way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm writing product pages for chickens and I'm doing the Twitter account. So (laughs) and blog posts to, to come soon. But there about are, chickens. Well, there are 30 breeds that's so, on this
0: hatchery that have a lot to learn about chickens. I have to, have to ask, because, you know, I have to ask, is there going to be a launch with words chicken <laughs> <laughs> A chicken <laughs> pack? Dude, no, because by <laughs> the time I finish writing 30
1: product pages for chickens and then uh, four blog posts a month, I'm going to be done with chickens. <laughs> but, like, I know there's a farm, too. There's, like, seven varietals of beets and kale and all or heirloom organic seeds and all this stuff I got to learn about from like <laughs> soillife.org and tilling is bad. And I just can't, there's a lot, every time I I'm deep into a client, that's why I want the whole, like the whole, this wholeness of them. Like that's why I'm kind of an all, you know, but I, um, I thought about doing it for the funeral industry, but like, oh, let's just finish one. my care home one
0: first. <laughs> is that the one that you were going to release in April?
1: No, care home is the one. I'm Yeah, care homes. Okay. So like people who have a care home, a residential care facility. Right. It could like, be private. Kind, of,
0: kind or, of like a nursing home.
1: Or, no, because nursing. See, this is what I've learned. Nursing homes are skilled. Uh, that's for like people that need twenty four seven care. Okay. That's not assisted living. A residential care facility and assisted living are synonymous. However, okay. most assisted livings also have memory care and skilled nursing. So that you could kind of graduate your way to death. It
0: just it, like that just doesn't sound like fun, but okay.
1: No, but like it's if but you, it makes if sense. You have to, yeah. if, like if I had to live that way, I would choose that. I would get long term care insurance. Yeah. And I would choose to live in a place where I, they know me. And as my needs for care increase, I would go up or I would just get the and exit at 80. Like that's not an option. So.
0: (laughs) And then you just end it with a smile.
1: Well, why not? Why not? I used to like, I I used to be super pro-life, but now I'm like, I cannot afford to live until 101. Like my grandmother. So, like, I am not cutting back on the drinking. This liver needs to fail me by 82. Like, I just want to just wanna hit that average from the actuarials. Wow. Like, how am I gonna afford to live this long? Because more research, the average couple who's 45 years old now, okay, from retirement until they die, need 1.7 million dollars for medical co-payments and uh, insurance. $1.7 million. That's in addition to whatever else you're going to eat and live and stuff like that. And Super you're, depressing. So what you're
0: saying is you don't have it. <laughs> is that what
1: you're saying? <laughs> I have $200 in my savings account. I'm not living large over here. That's why I'm building lots of Words. So wait, I can- wait,
0: wait. I thought that Texas everything, everybody, no, it's not about living large. Well, not me. I mean, I don't
1: have a drug dealer boyfriend yet. Yet. Ooh, life <laughs> or uh, or a millionaire. Richard like, I, again, so San Antonio has the seventh largest population in the United States, but of the top 10, we're the poorest. Okay. But I chose this place because I really love the people. I really loved it when I came here on vacation and least amount of natural disasters of the major cities in Texas. Okay. Like, I don't need hurricanes like Houston and Corpus, Corpus Christi. Yeah, and true. I don't need tornadoes like Dallas and Fort Worth. I don't need that. And El Paso like is to just,
0: What's wrong with Austin? Austin is
1: a Los Angeles. Oh. There's no reason for me to move from California to live in Austin. it's just all the other people from California living there. Oh. Okay. Good talk. But one of my friends, so, is missed, so I guess I'll be spending more time. I
0: know I saw that. So okay, so you don't <laughs> have the one point seven million. So you, but you're gonna use that two hundred dollars you have in savings to buy more whiskey.
1: <laughs> well, that's my grocery money. Oh, but no, I mean like so. That's but anyway, that's why I'm building launch with. That's why I've launched with words. Well, yeah, because it's can, income. Yeah. Eventually it will be, and then I can yep. build up my savings account. And I'm also buying Treasury I bonds because that's what Susie Orman's Ors Orman says to do. That's because you can buy only you can buy $25 worth of them. And I have a I'm like buying $25 of I bonds from the Treasury Department. It's the only place you can buy it from. Okay. Uh, every other month, and I'm gonna just do that because it's 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 um. Inflation proof. It's the only inflation proof. Oh, so
0: really? That's like okay. savings.
1: Yeah, because they have to at least pay you what it's worth.
0: And there's like adjustments. Works for me. I know. I mean, I guess I'll I'll hold off then on making an NFT. <laughs> that's selling so it.
1: Well, I mean, th- see, that's that was that's part of the problem. Is the crypto market kind of sank? Like, I see. To me, I don't believe in that because I don't either. Because even if you think it's recession proof, you're gonna buy it with U.S. dollars at some point, and then you're gonna yeah. sell it for something that has an equivalent value in U.S. dollars at some point. <laughs> so it all like well, doesn't- I mean,
0: but everybody who's into like Web three and NFT and everything, they believe that it will be the thing um so they're they're saying that it won't be cashed out into something like us
1: okay well okay so like Um, if you if you're using it for art which i get it like the stick the stickers and things like that that's fine um but art that's collected somebody dies and they they don't give a crap about your monet they just want the money (laughs) right there's that is eventuality is gonna happen otherwise it's not worth anything
0: yeah well, it's just like right now I can't take an NFT to the grocery store and buy some carrots. Like not yet, but not PayPal. yet. I mean, PayPal when that, is letting you pay with crypto now. Like when that happens, like things start to change. Do you yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so for a lot of people, I mean they're they're getting crypto with that thought. Like, yes, you do have to buy it with your home currency, you know, and then their thinking is that eventually to which I say I read wired all the time. I read about all of the scams and everything that's going on, and and how I think in the last year there was like 2.5 billion dollars of crypto money stolen, you know, and because it's all locked in keys and everything, like once it's gone, it's not FDI insured, FDIC insured, it's just gone.
1: Oh my gosh, and, I never thought about being stolen. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So and you have no protection. Like, it's not like a bank or anything, you know? So it's like, yeah, banks are bad and, and everything like that. But it's also in this system with all the... You can even lock yourself, because I know how all these keys work, the, the keys. Like, you can lock yourself out of your own account, and if you lock the key and don't remember how to get into it, you can never get to it. It's, it's like it doesn't exist. It's, it's like it doesn't exist. And so... I think until some of these things get kind of worked out, like it's really hard for me to say I'm going to put my money in it, Um, because it's. I mean, side money. It's my money.
1: (laughs) I mean, my little side money is just I'm throwing money into a stash. Okay, I mean, I'm not trying to not save. I'm I have a stash account that's for retirement, and I'm doing the I bonds because I'm like, okay, it needs to be more balanced. But like, I'm just not at the income level. Where I can't afford to do that yet. Yeah. I'm paying for this beautiful smile. And when that, when I start making tens of hundreds of dollars extra. But only till you're 80. I just think like, (laughs) I think that's funnier to say it that way, but I've really thought about it. Like Salt Green, take the homeless people, you get a really great, uh, that was what Salt Green did. But, but I thought like. This is taking a really dark turn. (laughs) <laughs> no, but it's kind of practical it never occurred to me <laughs> until I realized oh my god I hope I don't live that long
0: because it's really expensive and you can't really yes. get some of those insurance policies anymore for long term care and stuff I don't know how people can afford it my grandma was actually in one of those assisted living I'm not sure if I'm using the right words that you were saying earlier but like the kind of graduated care where you yep. go from living in your own house like you, you buy the house but they own it i don't know how uh, this is how it was at rockwood in spokane washington and then you would go into like different levels of care and right. you would end up like in the memory care kind of hospital and everything was she so, in there for three years um, or less uh no that was a whole different reason but she yeah she ended up in memory care in boise um with, near my mom but um <laughs> that's a 302 marketing redirect after hours <laughs> like no but i mean, that. i that see um, that's the thing she learned but like, it's like the av- average, I'm sure it's about three years, like before somebody passes away yes, or, you know, but it's really expensive to buy in, like, and then to like, to do it, you the know, average um, is
1: 43,000. So you need about $200,000 ish to make sure you have enough money to live. That's just you living in that place. That's right. not your medical care. not everything care.
0: else. Yeah. It's not everything else. No. Like they had to pay more for people to come in and, you know, um, yeah, I mean, my main thing is like I don't want to fall and break a hip. Or oh a my shoulder. gosh, no! Like that's like what happened to her. She was doing really well. Everything was great. Um, she she was like I think like maybe uh, eighty five, eighty seven, something like that. She fell in the Costco parking lot, and when she broke her hip, then like and and my brother, he's a nurse, and he says that that happens a lot. Like your mental. Capacity for some reason is something happens and you break your hip, and it, you know, and then she got dementia and all kinds of stuff, and it was just really that's hard. So, so, um, so yeah, that's the main thing. Like, man, don't, I gotta start yoga again. I know I get that balance, <laughs> like, I don't need to be falling. You're talking to concussion girl over here, like, fell and hit her head. Like, you think I don't know. <laughs> We should probably let Shelly and
1: anybody else who laughs at this long <laughs> go.
0: Now. Oh, I, she left a while
1: ago. <laughs> what, what
0: are you talking about? <laughs> well, I thoroughly really enjoyed this. It's just stages. you, Honey Bear. <laughs> just the two of us. Um, you know, and we didn't even talk about the abominable snowman. Like we never even got back to that. Um abominable snowman? That was last oh, week. Oh yeah. Like how he's real and shit. Okay, well, we, we, we always have next week. <laughs> we always have next week. What are we going to talk
1: about next week? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's There'll be something. I'm sure that
0: something happens to us this week, and we're like, topic. <laughs> I know I still have to come up with a topic for tomorrow's newsletter. How's that? I haven't either. <sighs> I'm just so over it. I'm sick of selling myself. <laughs> Writing about chickens.
1: Oh my God! I've I've almost started writing again tonight. I'm like, nope, nope. I literally bought a cho- uh, eight year old joke book because it really needs to be. My humor was too witty for the first pass. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah. it's supposed to be like for families and like kids could possibly read this. So we're aiming On for eight year old jokes. Yeah, because oh, a lot okay. of a lot of moms and kids in Chicago want to have a pet a chicken you a know chicken for pet. the well so because are for
0: like urban farms then well yeah that's People what we call them here like own,
1: yeah urban yeah. farms yes and they and yeah. they just want to have a chicken because you know the eggs are better and they want to make aunt marge jealous because the cake is so much better but see that was too witty so that line got deleted so
0: that line got deleted i Bush hear eggs.
1: you but chocolate yeah. cakes, 56 chocolate. chocolate cakes a year. I now mean, that gross. every eight-year-old did that understand. Did that stay in? <laughs> uh, that's what I turned in. I'm not editing it anymore. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Three Good edits? Time. I don't do that. <laughs> but to get the voice the first time like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I got nine more to do this month. So. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, I think I'm not working tonight. Um, no. I need to not think about anything anymore. I- turned the website on if anybody would like to look at epiphanycourses.com let me know be kind <laughs> if, you, if you, anybody looks at it I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna I am gonna. my husband has the worst taste in movies so I have to go downstairs and see what he turned on if it's something like I'm not kidding you I've like had wonderful days completely cratered by by this man's horrible film choices like, <laughs> and like <laughs> Like, I was like, I came downstairs, I was like, yes, this day was just awesome. And he's like, oh, okay. And I look over at what he's watching. And it's like, Angelina Jolie made a movie about Cambodia. And it was like, the most depressing movie of all time. And he's watching it. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm just watching this thing. And I sat down and I watched it with him. And I was like, why? why i can't do this so now what i've started doing and then i've because it's raining here so we're like trapped in here again and i've been like okay so we're gonna watch a movie but like no cambodian children will be killed and like i just kind of start grabbing from like all of the places <laughs> i'm like i need it to be happy you know so last night it was hot in cleveland um i might push for that again tonight because that just was really made me smile um he put on mash for some reason. And I was just like, I was done. Like I was like, no. Yeah. It's too sad. It wasn't the movie is really sad. Yeah. Well, and it was the show and it was funny, but like, I couldn't just, I can't binge watch mash.
1: No, that's not sad.
0: It's like, Oh yeah. People are
1: dying and stuff. People are dying
0: and stuff. Yeah.
1: So like, I'll just tell you really quick. So so, as a second date and obviously the last, (laughs) <laughs> the guy we go to the movies, and he says, "Do you want to see Julia Roberts or something else?" And I was like, oh "Julia Roberts." And so we get in there, and there's like this dragon thing everybody's seeing, and he's like, "Oh, da da da, some dragon, some dragon," and I go, "I have no idea what that is." And he goes, "Oh, you don't know?" I go, "No." He goes, man, it's a really long line for those people to see something about a dragon. I'm like, I like dragons. I mean, I have a dragon tattoo, but, like, that's – he goes, I can't believe you don't know what this is. And I said, is this something you would go to Comic-Con for? And he said, yeah. I'm like, that's why I don't know. So so we had our second date, and we saw Ben is back, which is about a recovering – it's Julia Roberts as a mom – dealing with their addict son um he dies in the end <laughs> from a drug overdose not a, a good date? movie to see on a, is date. That a date movie he told me julia roberts no i'm thinking Notting hill okay like i don't know what's out i don't i'm busy on the internet doing Notting Hill.
0: does that even have julia roberts in it It's Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. What's his face? Hugh, what's his face? British dude. I'm just a
1: girl standing at the end of the podcast asking you to (laughs) close it down.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm jumping the shark over here. And with that... (laughs) I'm gonna hit this end stream button. Thank you so much if any of you have made it this far. You're my For hero. listening or watching the three oh two marketing redirect with Bridget Willard <laughs> and Jed McFarlane.
1: <laughs>